both seem to be working. Okay. Uh, let's just make sure. Yep. That looks like it's actually running, which is good. Hey, hey. Okay. Epic. So we'll just dive right in. Hi, Liz. And thank you so much for agreeing to do this Q&A all about email marketing. If you guys don't know Liz, Liz is the person that single-handedly is responsible for making me like email marketing. Like I hated it. I was so like, I did not want to do it. And then I joined her membership and through it, I've actually learned to like, now it's kind of, sometimes it beats out SEO is my favorite thing, which is a bit weird considering I'm an SEO girl. Oh my gosh. I'm like dancing guys. I'm so excited. (laughs) And the amazing thing is Liz also started in the travel space. Liz was an RV travel blogger. So she knows all of our woes, all of our issues in email marketing. Uh, So I'm super excited to have her here today. Liz, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I can't wait to help more travel bloggers see the light when it comes to email. Thank you. And we've got a bunch of questions that were pre-submitted. Y'all had so many questions, so I narrowed them down a little bit. Um, And so the first question everyone always has when they're starting email marketing is, what platform? Where do we do this? Does it matter? How do we set this up? Yeah. So um, a lot of you probably already on YouTube, right? So what I suggest is just finding a few that you've heard of, like ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, maybe you're into Flowdesk, and just use the one that makes your brain like not hurt, right? So go on to YouTube set like a 20 minute timer and, you know, watch some over the shoulder videos the same way maybe you create content uh, for like, hey, I'm in Lisbon, here's what we did, right? Like people are making that for uh, email service providers. So just watch and I say, you know, hit that clock, hit that button 20 minutes because we could spend forever on this, right? It was, uh, it was Nina's very number one question, right? So I know you guys are asking it. I'm not like, it doesn't matter what the tool is. It's just that it makes sense for your brain. So I would suggest, you know, whichever ones you've heard of, go on YouTube, spend no more than 20 minutes, whatever works for your brain and your budget, just pick that one and go from there. I love that. That's such a good idea. Like setting the timer. Cause that's also your like newsletter approach is the 20 minute kind of just write and then go with it, which I love. Yeah, y'all, I'm like you. I love to travel. I love to like actually like be in the real world, right? And so I'm I'm like, oh, 20 minutes. If it takes more than 20 minutes, something ain't right. I got to figure out a simpler way. <laughs> That's perfect. And then the next question people had, we have a lot of beginners in my Facebook group now. And they said, when should we start an email list? Is there a certain like magic number of page views or social media followers that we need? Or does it not matter? Oh my gosh, start it yesterday, my friend. <laughs> I actually started my email list uh, the day I launched my blog. So on your travel blog, even you know if you're a YouTuber or you're mainly on social media right now, wherever you are, just try to convert those eyeballs right now. You don't need a maximum or like a minimum uh, amount of eyeballs to get going. The best time is right now because we want to take those that we want to take those eyeballs, get them on an email list and nurture them for when you have, you know, affiliate products or your own products set up. So you want to start gathering them right now. And would you start emailing them immediately then as well, or maybe not weekly at first, or what would your strategy be? Yeah. So email them immediately with 
something called a welcome sequence. This is something like when you joined Nina's list or maybe you joined mine, you'll see a series of emails come out. Maybe it's you know, two, three, maybe four emails over the course of a week or so. That's a welcome sequence, often also called a nurture sequence. So you're emailing them immediately. Uh, I, I teach something called the email staircase. First, you've got a follower, then a friend, then a customer. They're not going to remember you if you don't email them uh, immediately, right? We're trying to go from follower to friend. It's the same as, you know, like, hey, maybe maybe we met in Brazil this year at Carnival, right? And, you know, we exchanged numbers or we add each other on Facebook. And then I don't hear from you for nine months. And you suddenly you pop up and you say, uh, you know, hey, check this out or whatever. I don't really remember you. You're not my friend. You're just somebody uh, that I followed, right? So it's the same with email. We want to start emailing immediately with that welcome sequence and then start following up. We don't want to be that friend that we met uh, overseas and we don't hear from again for a while, right? It's like, wait, I kind of remember you. Oh yeah, you know, we're, we're going to lose that connection. So we don't want to lose the connection. Nina mentioned emailing weekly. Well, that's a good rule of thumb. If it feels too difficult right now, I just want you to start with a once a month email and then build up that muscle from there. That's great. And that's honestly like the thing I say too with affiliate marketing is like, if I show up at the dog park and someone tries to sell me dog boots, I'm like, leave me alone. But if we've chatted and we're friends, then I'm like, hey, I love those Crocs your dog wears. Where can I get some? And now my dog has four pairs of Crocs. So like it's, you need to have that friendship for sure. I love that. Absolutely. And then the next question was, is it worth setting up an email list if you have nothing to sell? So these would be people that don't have a product, don't have a service, and maybe don't really plan on offering one in the next year or so. Yes. Oh my gosh. You never know what the future will bring, right? It's the same way. Of course, we want to travel light. We don't want to bring everything, but there are certain like essential things uh, that you know, like no matter what you're going to pack, you know, in your travels, right? That's the same in your business. You want to have an email list, you know, in case you do like, oh, hey, I met Nina. She's got this amazing, you know, dog Crocs thing that I want to affiliate for. I have a lot of dog walkers uh, in on my list, right? We want to make sure that we're set up for that. We don't want to wait until, you know, we actually have to make money. Also, even if you never plan on selling something of your own, you want to get eyeballs on your website and your social media, right? That maybe you're, you know, just getting money from ads on your site. An email list can get those people over to your site over and over again, whether they just found you on Pinterest and, oh, that was a great article. If you can get them on your email list, they'll come and read your words over and over and over again. That's a, honestly the, exactly what I was thinking too. Like you just want to get those diehard fans and email you own those diehard fans in a non weird and creepy way. <laughs> right, right. I mean, raise your hand, guys, if you were alive in 2022 and you remember some billionaire bought a social media platform and he changed all the rules, including the name of the social media platform, and suddenly it was imploding, right? If you had a business built entirely on that social media platform, suddenly, uh, you know, you're sweating, right? You're like, oh my gosh, my leads, my people, my eyeballs, they're leaving in droves, right? And I know even YouTube, um, so I follow... Not to disclose too much information about myself, but I follow a lot of 
ASMR uh, YouTubers and YouTube just changed its rules where you can't turn off ads at the end of your video, which for someone like me, that totally sucks because I'm listening to kind of fall asleep. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, that guy with the abs, I love bread, <laughs> you know, or whatever he says, you, you guys know exactly who I'm talking about, right? And so they can now no longer turn those ads off. YouTube owns that viewership. Your email list is the only place where you can decide what you send, when you send, how it looks, and who receives it. Yeah, which is really important. We also recently had the helpful content update in the SEO space, and I know a lot of people had a lot of trouble with that as well. So if you guys saw some traffic loss, start now with an email list if you didn't have one before, for sure. Yeah, and I'm assuming, maybe I'm skipping ahead here, but I want to share my screen and show sure. you guys. Um, uh, there we go. Oh, you turned it on? Okay, I was just going to share over here, but this is better. Okay, so I want to share my screen and show you like how you can just get traffic to your site. Sure. Like to Nina's point, like what if I'm not selling anything? I just need those eyeballs. And especially, yeah, you know, Google is always messing with us and where those eyeballs are coming from. If you've got an email list, like bada bing, bada boom. So you can see here, this is from my old travel blog days. And, you know, what better subject line than are you a penny pincher? I know us travel bloggers, we love to save money, right? <laughs> And so do our people. And so this is, I was, I had a live YouTube show. And so like I'm mainly promoting uh, the YouTube show in the main piece of content. But what you'll see here and what I used to do in every single newsletter is I would have a PS, you know, here are your resources for the week. And you might be thinking also like, maybe I have multiple destinations. I'm not just you know, a Portugal uh, destination site. Like I like to do a lot of different things. Maybe I'm, you know, an international travel, but also like travel with pets, right? And there, so you have different segments of your audience. This eliminates your need for all sorts of like email uh, tech mumbo jumbo. Just say like, here are your resources for the week. And each resource is going to link out to your blog or your YouTube or maybe an affiliate link or whatever so that you can drive traffic and you can hit a lot of targets at one time. Like, you know, this is for updates about my digital summit that I hosted. This is for some luxury RVs, right? Like not everyone's going to be interested in that. And, you know, here's, hey, don't forget, here's my live show, right? So I'm hitting a lot of different points. And uh, you'll even see up here, like that gets my click rate. My click rate's pretty good, 3.7% uh, click rate. I had 200 people click on uh, these links. So that's quite a bit. And so you'll see here, like it really does show like you could have lots of different links and it gives that person autonomy to say like, oh yeah, I'm luxury RVs, that's for me. Or, oh, I love a good live show, right? Or oh yeah, I've been looking forward to this event, right? You could put lots of different blog posts. You know, are you coming to Portugal this week or this year? You know, click here for my top five sites. Are you staying, uh, you know, are you staying stateside this year? Uh, and you're just looking for, you know, some places to roam in the United States? Check out, you know, my five top destinations in North America, you know, or, you know, like, are you on TikTok yet? Here, you know, come over here to TikTok. And so you can have just this 
I guess like the footer of your newsletter where you're putting lots of different resources to hit those different targets that are on your email list. I was afraid to unmute myself. That's epic. <laughs> um, no, I think that's so perfect. And it's something that uh, my audience will recognize from my emails, even to the SEO world. I always have like some bonus stuff at the end. My PS, my PPS, my PPPS. I know I'm a PS girl <laughs> all day. I'm like, oh, and oh yeah, one more point. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you can always see like my ADHD comes out in the footer where I'm just like, oh, here are like 10 things that I just, I started with one, but now we've got 10. Oh no. <laughs> But it works really well, guys. So definitely I recommend that. And I think that's such a good use case for this. Um, if you also can't think of any guys, go on to something like ChatGPT and have it brainstorm ways to format those post links for you. Uh, it will really, really help and save you some time. Look at trending things on Google Trends to see what are people clicking right now. I mean, when we had the whole bed bugs in Paris thing, if you shared anything about cleanliness or safety, you would do pretty well. Love that. Great yeah. tips. So our next thing is if someone has multiple destinations, you kind of covered this, but how do they figure out what to write an actual body of the email on and kind of vice versa as well? If they only write on one destination, should they only be sending emails about just that place? Yeah. So your emails, again, we're following the email staircase. Let me, and let me give you a visual. So remember, first, you know, we've got some followers, we get them on our email list, we can turn them into friends, and we turn them into customers, right? So within these newsletters, we're not just, they're not blog posts, okay? Newsletters really allow us to keep the conversation going, whether somebody found us on YouTube or Pinterest or whatever, and they allow our brand to evolve. And so within the newsletter, we just want to do a few things. We want, and this is what the content should be. We want to make those connections. We want to show people that we are invested in them, right? Like what is your vision for the, your ideal person? Is it so they can have, you know, their ideal a trip of a lifetime or maybe, you know, help them become digital nomads or, you know, whatever your vision is, show that you are invested in it right? That is saying things like, you know, I just spent two hours, uh, you know, learning more about this bed bug problem. <laughs> you know, here, here's the link uh, to what I've written, to what I found is the most helpful article, you know, after scouring the internet, showing that you know what is going on in Paris, you know how to help people during these times, shows that you are invested in them. So even just having a little blip um, you know, sharing like, hey, I spent two hours doing this, or, you know, I just got done traveling here. That is really going to show them that you are the real deal and you are, uh, you know, one to, one to continue to read. Also, you want to show how relatable you are. People are going to buy, people are going to read from people that they relate to, right? And notice I didn't say interesting. Our problem with newsletters is we try to be interesting, but being interesting is really hard, right? People pay thousands of dollars to copywriters to be interesting. Celebrities, you know, have HR and PR people to be interesting, to stay interesting, right? But we have an advantage. We don't need to be interesting, but we do need to be relatable, right? Saying something like, 
you know, oh, I, I was trying to get on a podcast and my internet was so bad that, you know, I simply couldn't. Have you ever been to a place where you had a work call and you couldn't get on and maybe they didn't even know you were traveling at the time, right? Depending on your audience, that can be really relatable. So making sure, you know, they know you're invested, you're actively traveling or you're actively learning about the destination or the destinations or the lifestyle is really important. And then also just being relatable. And you can do this in a personal update just two to three sentences about something that you've done since the last time you emailed someone. So, you know, like you said, uh, or like I said, you know, uh, my internet was down or, you know, I caught the wrong train and I didn't speak the language or no travel for me this month. Uh, the budget is tight, right? That all three of those things super relatable depending on uh, who you're talking to and then showing you're invested and even showing you're invested by segueing, you know, cap, hit that caps lock button. Anyway, dot, 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 what I really wanted to share was, you know, I just spent two hours scouring the internet. Here are the best articles of the week for XYZ, whatever your topic is. That's going to show you're invested. It's going to share how relatable you are. And so you stay top of mind uh, to those people. That's perfect. And I think even if you're writing about the same place, like people were interested in that place for a fair, a fairly long period. A lot of places are bucket list destinations. So relating it to other things happening in the world is so great, but also being able to, yeah, like chat to your audience, like they're a friend and get them hyped for this place is amazing. Yeah. Listen, I was an RV travel blogger before I started RV traveling. I was stationary. I lived in essentially a trailer park and I didn't have any of those hashtag RV life uh, photos out there. And so I was sharing more about me and more about my journey of, you know, doing this. If you live in the destination, right, just, hey, I went to this local coffee shop. Here's a picture. Or you don't live there, but you travel there, you know, once a quarter or something. You know, hey, I've got 65 days until my next trip. Uh, I don't know why Lisbon keeps uh, coming out. I guess that must be a hot I keep hearing about it, right? Put your name in it though. So it's like meant to be. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, 65 days until I go to Portugal, you know, here's why I love Portugal. Just thinking of those ways, like Nina said, like if this was my, like a person I really knew, the someone I'm trying to be friends with, we have this in common. We both really want to visit Portugal. You know, what would I say to them if I was emailing just that one person? Don't think, oh, I'm emailing this, you know, list of a hundred or a thousand or however many I'm, you know, just emailing that one person I want to get connected with more like, oh yeah, I got that. I got that TikTok comment, you know, I'm emailing that person, right? And you can email a different person each time. And I guarantee you, it's going to be relatable and even maybe even interesting <laughs> to those people. Yeah. I love that. That's so perfect. So now our next question was about unopened. So when you send an email, what do you do if a large chunk haven't opened it? Do you do a resend? Do you have any strategies if you do resend or do you just leave it? I very rarely resend. So what resending, I don't know why email service providers are always promoting resends. Here's what resends actually do. So you might see on your service provider, you resend 
you know, oh, the first email got 30%, the second email got 20. Now I've got an open rate of 50%, right? That looks so good, but it's so false. <laughs> it's actually what happens is what you, you sent an email and 30% of people opened it, right? So 70% of people said, nah, not important. So let's say the internet gods are now thinking like, oh, 70% of these people think Liz sucks, basically. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but it's true. And then you send out almost the exact same email. Maybe you change the subject line. Maybe you change a little bit of the content, but you send almost the exact same thing out. And now even less people give a crap, right? And so that signals to the internet gods that you are just sending whatever you want with no regard to your actual subscriber. And that's a red flag, okay? We don't want red flags. So I don't recommend resending to unopens unless it's very, very important. Say you're launching a course or it's your very first, you know, live show, right? Something that you want as many people as possible to see. Then you can resend. So I send it out. Maybe I'm doing a Black Friday sale. It's the last email of the last day of Black Friday. I might resend that one one hour before cart closes because like, hey, this really is the last thing. And I really don't want you to miss out. Or if I'm, you know, interviewing like my most amazing, like, idol, you know, Kevin Hart's coming on the stage. Like I want everyone to know I'm interviewing Kevin Hart about how he grew his email list to grow his comedy business, right? Like that one is so important and I'm so excited about it. I'm going to resend to that and stand on my tippy toes apparently. <laughs> and so all reserve that for the things that are really, really important that, you know, you got featured in a magazine, uh, you know, you, you're launching your course and this is the last day or, or this is the first day and you want to make sure nobody misses it. Right. But in general, reserve that because we don't want to just be showing Google and whatever internet gods are out there that we're just sending stuff that nobody wants to open anyway. So what, you can do though, is get people off of your list that don't open. Oh, I know it hurts. You worked so, so freaking hard to get those people in the first place, but you've got to let them go. Every time they don't open an email, it sends up a red flag. So if you've got a hundred people every single time throwing up the red flag, You've got a lot of red flags by the end of the month, right? And so we want to do a cold scrub. We want to ask them, hey, do you want to be on this list? Click here if you do. And that way that removes them from that cold list. And anyone at the end of your series of emails saying like, hey, are you with me? Uh, remove them if they don't open, right? And so that's going to help you remove those red flags. It's going to get your open rate up without having to resend to unopens. That's such a good tip. And I didn't even think about that with the resends that, yeah, like it looks like you've got a big percentage, but if you're just adding numbers that shouldn't be added together, you've messed up all the math. So that's so smart. And yeah, Liz is the person that really taught me my method for how I cold scrub my list. Like if you guys don't click, if you don't buy, if you're not engaging with it, buy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. Um, I told ConvertKit that at a summit I was at recently, and they were like, you do what? <laughs> like, that's quite aggressive. And I was like, 
how it's got to work. And now I have an open rate of 60%. So it all works that way. And you guys need to be very particular. It's just like, not all traffic is good traffic. Not all subscribers are good subscribers. You want like actively engaged people. I recently took my brother off of my email list because he wasn't opening it often enough. (laughs) Yeah, boo, get out of here. You're ruining my stats, bro. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Also like throwing off the metrics. Everything I do like on my travel side is for women. So I was like, why are you here? Go away. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, shout out to the bro trying to be supportive, but somehow wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I don't know that he's ever looked at any of his emails. So I was like, Okay. Thank you for yeah, trying. get out of here. Thank you. No, thank you. So that comes down to something else that we do to kind of improve those open rates. Uh, do you have any suggestions for A-B testing either of like emails or headlines to increase conversions, both for tiny lists or for like over a hundred thousand people on your list? Yeah, I would say, and y'all, I'm very different than the norm. I only A-B test when I have two good ideas. (laughs) So if I've got two subject lines where I'm like, oh, I really don't know which one would perform more, that's when I A-B test. And of course, A-B testing is amazing. But if it's stopping you from sending something out in the first place, then don't do it yet, right? Like I always consider A-B testing, segmenting, all of that, like a 2.0 strategy. If you're still worrying about like what, is even going on with your email list, I suggest to get your open rate up, look at your welcome sequence. Your welcome sequence is going to be really indicative to how your newsletters perform. So you want to make sure your welcome sequence is as high as it can be. Your very first email, no email will have a better open rate than that, unless maybe it has the subject line of I'm giving you a million dollars or something like that, right? Because they're never more excited than when, you know, they first sign up. Maybe you're delivering, you know, a lead magnet or a freebie. That should be your highest open rate. And then the second email in your welcome sequence, it's going to dip, but it shouldn't dip that much. Maybe 10, 20%, 20% being on the higher, 10% being good. And from there, depending on how many you have, I suggest about three or four, maybe five in your welcome sequence. It should only dip like between five and 15% from there. So if your first email is 80%, you know, maybe your fourth email is at uh, between like 40 and 60%. And that last email in your new, or I'm sorry, that last email in your welcome sequence is probably going to be on the high range of your newsletter. So if you're at like 50%, that's gonna be a high newsletter open. So what you wanna do if you're like, oh, well, my last one in my welcome sequence is 30%, how do I get this? Look at the first one, look at the second one, right? It's like building blocks, it's like dominoes, right? And so if we can space them closer together, that newsletter is gonna go up. And we can do that by evaluating those subject lines, by making sure people are replying in our welcome sequence. In the first email, you know, hit reply, yes or no. Do you travel full time? Have you been to Lisbon? You know, just a yes or no question is really going to help uh, you get into their inbox and them to continuously open your emails. Make sure you can get your click rate up in those, you know, putting, hey, I've got this blog post and that blog post. Remember when I was screen sharing mine? Put something like that in yours, you know, like 
you know, if you're a full-time traveler, maybe you'll like this. If you, you know, visit once a year, maybe you'll like this. If this is your dream destination, check this one out. Get them to click on different things. And then you can look at your newsletters. That's when you can start A-B testing um, and just, you know, go with your gut. And also you can go directly to LizWilcox.com and scroll like halfway. And there's That's a subject the line generator. There's a subject line generator. So when in doubt, just steal mine. I was just putting the link to your freebie actually in the live. So that's why I was clicking around. Sorry. Um, but you guys can go and click on that and you will get uh, Liz's freebie and her welcome sequence template, which is the first thing I had in Liz's sphere. And I set it and forget it. And then I couldn't figure out why I was getting like a hundred emails a week. And I was like, why is everyone emailing me saying I'm ready and I'm in? I was like, because you're so good. And you're like, so good. Yeah. Oh, I did that. I set that thing up and it works. It is like incredible. I actually had to like kind of make it a little bit worse to some extent. Overwhelmed. (laughs) Dude, I love that. And let me tell you guys, that reminds me, like I created that welcome sequence. So you get the templates for free. Uh, You also get 52 subject lines with those templates. Um, So, you know, you can A-B test uh, till the cows come home with those. But I created that when I was in the travel industry, right? And y'all, we have such an advantage as travel bloggers and content creators because the people on our list, they are excited to travel. They're all, you know, we're not trying to help them, uh, you know, solve world peace or anything. We're just trying to get them, you know, on the airplane or on the road or whatever. And that's a very exciting prospect and process for these people. So yes, that welcome sequence will work. Cause like, yes, I'm in, I want to go to Lisbon. I want to become a full-time nomad. Like all those things I said about the welcome sequence, those are already baked into that freebie. So like, especially as travel bloggers, it's going to be so sweet for you. I'm so excited. It's on, and it's so easy. It's very much like I always call your templates, like Mad Libs. Like it's a plug and play sort of system where you just need to basically change out a couple little things. And as you get more and more confident, then you'll start being able to construct them from scratch. But it's very much like, I don't know, going from building Ikea furniture to building real furniture. If you don't have that mid ground of like, how do you connect the leg to a table sort of a thing, you're going to struggle. But the templates make it so, so easy. Highly recommend. Um, And just for this month till the, or I guess next month too, till the end of November, I don't know what time is anymore. (laughs) Um, You guys, when you sign up for Liz Wilcox's email marketing masterclass, I'm also giving away uh, $15 of credit in my business that you guys can use to buy anything I sell, including all the Black Friday deals, stackable with all your other stuff. So yeah, you'll save lots. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I would love for anybody to join the membership. It's, it's nine bucks a month and then you get that credit and really like the templates, especially that's why I love working with Nina because for travel bloggers, it's so simple to just plug and play. And then even what I showed you about adding the PS, you know, here are some resources of the week that's going to get your traffic up. It's going to get those clicks up for affiliates or for your own products. And honestly, like I didn't have my own product for a minute either. And getting those clicks and seeing the traffic, I was like, well, maybe I should create a product. These people are clicking. These people are replying. And y'all, my very first product as a travel blogger was, so I did the RV thing. And in the RV 
where your sewage goes, we'll say, is called the Black Tank. And so my first product was just a book called Tales from the Black Tank, a collection of hilariously crappy RV stories. So it was just a collection of funny travel stories. And y'all, it flew off the shelves, so to speak. I made something like $7,000 in the first few months off like a $10 book that I made in Canva. But it was because of the power of email. And that's when I was like, oh, yes, I want to get more into affiliate marketing. What products can I get? I want to get some sponsorships. And y'all, if you guys are into sponsorships, all they want is the email. I'm telling you right now, like, I mean, even now a days I just met with a potential sponsor and they were like, how much to uh, get your email, get on your email list, right? Like for you to feature our product, right? Because they know that you are doing that hard work of building the list of, you know, follower to friend to customer. And if you can show them that you've got some customers, your click rate is decent, your open rate is decent, I'm telling you with these templates, especially it's going to click, click, click so fast for you that you're going to be adding that to your sponsorship package in no time. And even with just one solo email, you can double your sponsorship packages for sure. It works very, very well, guys. I hope everyone um, is kind of inspired by this. And especially if any of you have a Black Friday sale planned and you have not done the work yet for the emails for it, Liz has such a great, like, I think it's a five-day sale sequence if you, or maybe it's four-day, I never remember the length of it. Um, But there's a sale sequence inside of the membership, which is what I use to launch the SEO roadmap. Yeah, totally. I'll share my screen again, y'all. These templates are like, well, first of all, if you love the 90s, you'll love the look. Um, but every week I give you a template, right? And you can take it and make it your own. But if you're, yeah, if you're trying to ramp up for Black Friday, maybe your list has been a little cold. Like, you know, I suggest coming into the membership, checking out some of these click rate emails, right? Um, and also some of these pre-selling emails. Like, hey, I need feedback on this new, like, what do you like about the brand? If you're not doing Black Friday, hey, like, ask their opinion, right? Or you could even, uh, this November 21st one, you can even modify that to say, like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a Black Friday thing. Can I get your opinion, right? And then what Nina was talking about is you click the sales, and there's lots of sales emails here, but you click this little arrow, And there's also a five-day sequence. Oh, I got so many sales emails, it's not even there. So you just type in five-day and you'll get the simple five-day launch emails. And this is like all you need for Black Friday, babe. Nine bucks. Like you really, it's really wild. It blew my mind to you how well it worked. They uh, Liz also has like a pre-sell it kind of area, which is again, how I pre-sell roadmap. Like I, if you've gotten emails from me, you will notice like Liz's fingerprints all over everything (laughs) because they work. And this is the thing. Like I have hired copywriters before and they've done a great job, but I realized I like doing it. And so being able to customize it, understand it yourself is so powerful. Um, Each like template also comes with a video that guides you on how to do it. So you won't feel like, okay, I've got this template now what? You just need to try it. And I think this is important too. Some people get like very perfectionist about it. Liz also has like a 20 minute newsletter kind of rule. Like we started with in this webinar is, or Q and I don't know what to call this, um, was that, yeah, set a timer and just go for it. And whatever it is at the end of it, 
like make sure there's not like, I don't know, half a sentence or something somewhere, but like, just send it. Like you'll learn a lot more from doing that than, I don't know, stressing about a comma or stressing about like the way you refer to Lisbon or something. Yeah, absolutely. And what I've seen some people do like that are really, you feel so tense about email is copying and pasting. Nina brought up chat GPT, taking the template, putting it in chat GPT and say, you know, write this from the perspective of a travel blogger who teaches this, you know, I have an informal tone or I have a more formal tone. You know, I'm a lady in my fifties, I'm a Gen Z, whatever. And then like, boom, it's like not took you from 90 to like 99% there. So like, I really want to make this simple because y'all, when I was doing travel blogging and I was looking at copywriters and other email marketers, I was like, this just doesn't feel right for my audience. Right. And so all of this, and why I was so excited to come on today was because like this was developed under the travel blogging niche, like this 20 minute framework, this personal update, showing you're invested you know, being relatable and then just like getting on with the content. Like, hey, by the way, I have this new blog post. Hey, by the way, I have this, you know, affiliate link that I think is smart for you to check out. Like all of that was developed under the travel blogging niche. So I'm really excited for you to uh, give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Liz. Um, I have shared the links on YouTube and on Facebook now for you guys to get the freebie. Again, 100% free. And then also to buy EMM um, when you purchase it. Just I'll leave a note of how you do this, but just email my VA and then she will auto apply the credit for you guys for anything that you want to purchase from me. Uh, so yeah, I hope you guys feel super confident about email and thank you again, Liz. This is honestly, I'm so excited because like I said, Liz really got me into emails and it made me feel really confident in it when I'd taken a ton of other courses that just kept explaining what things were. And sometimes you just need to do it. Amen. Well, thank you, Nina. And thank you, travel bloggers. I really can't wait to see what you do with email. It's going to be so awesome. Epic. Thank you so much, Liz, and have a great rest of your day.